0: All right, this is the Big Kids Show. I'm Mark, and thank you for joining us today. Wherever you are, wherever you're streaming us from, we always appreciate the company in the sandbox. With me, I have two of your favorites Big Nick and Mr. B. Ayo. Today, we will be playing one of our favorite formats, Top Three. Ayo. The category for our Top Three is going to be 90s Movie Assholes. <laughs> Every decade, there's the good, the bad, and the what a freaking asshole. Just like your favorite proctologist, we're exploring the world of assholes today. 90s assholes, that is. And let me assure you, everyone, there are some giant ones from this decade. What are the qualifications to be eligible for this prestigious award, you may ask? Let me explain. Our picks today may be a specific movie character, or it could be an actor during this decade that always seemed to pick the asshole roles. Now, I know you listeners out there have someone in mind for this honorable award. Did they make our list? Let's find Mm -hmm. out. Big Nick, you've won the coin toss, so you can get us started on our journey of jackasses. (laughs) Who did you pick as your number three asshole of the 90s?
1: Well, I'm happy to kick things off and get things lubed up for you guys. Let's go with number (laughs) three. I have Percy Wetmore. From the 1999 film, The Green Mile. Ooh, nice choice. Ah. You know who I'm talking about. dude was an asshole. Doug Hutchinson (laughs) plays Percy Wetmore and does a wonderful job of making you want to kick the crap out of Percy. It's a little odd, too, that I pick Percy's character, considering that there's another bad guy in this movie that actually kills two little kids, and he didn't make my asshole list that's <laughs> that sam a rockwell character william wild bill wharton percy is the nephew of some like louisiana political power yeah. and is a sadistic snake of a human so he is like overly mean and rude and straight up an abusive bully to those around him but he flaunts his family's connections to avoid being held accountable He is mainly abusive towards the prisoners that he is paid to oversee. Whereas the others understand that you want to treat people the way that you would like to be treated. This usually makes things easier on everyone, but instead Percy being an asshole breaks the fingers and kills the pet mouse of one of the inmates. Then later the guards are able to carry out the execution of one of the prisoners. Well, Percy deliberately does not soak the sponge used to conduct electricity to the prisoner's head. So this leads to a, like a, a, anyone can a very, imagine, a very
2: gruesome ex- electrocution. Yes.
1: Suffering in a horrible, horrible death. Later, he ends up shooting one of the inmates to death. Now, when rating my assholes, when coming up with the top three for the nineties movies, in their characters. What I did, I kind of base this off of, cause there's a lot of bad dudes and a lot of bad women that you could, you could pick three real quick. <laughs> I, I base mine off of making my list. Like the factor of how great is the factor of me wanting to punch them in the face. That's
2: a good, that's, and pretty good, so that's a good choice.
1: If you're, if you're hitting nine or 10 on that list of want to punch them in the face, you've made my list. So I'm going with Percy Wetmore from the green mile as my number three.
0: Yeah, I just remember him. Uh, wasn't he the guy that yelled like "Dead Man Walking"? We got yes, a Dead Man yes, Walking yes. coming down with uh, when he balked the John Coffee yes, guy into the penitentiary. Correct. Yeah, that guy's a complete asshole.
1: Well, well done, and, and he's like, he's not like a powerful man. He's not. There's there's nothing. Coo- there's nothing cool about him. That like, I mean, nobody has the right to abuse others anyway. But he has no reason to other than he's like this this stuck up little asshole. little yeah privileged guy. <laughs> And but, that's why he's he on kinda, the
0: list. He kind of seems to like, I don't know. It's like that role of a guy who's in a prison, probably takes a lot of shit. So he likes to take his shit out on everybody else. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it the environment kind of makes, I'm not excusing it in any no, way, no, shape or yeah. form. I'm just saying, like, you know, he, he's taking it out on the guys around him because he feels superior to those 100%. around him. Uh, but still, he's class A. And, and I asshole. think,
2: I, Nick, going back to what you said with the... Uh, um, the other inmate that, I mean, clearly is equally as crazy, like his asshole level is different. Like he was just he was like a psychopath. And Correct. I mean, he also was not a good person. But was he a movie asshole? No, this Percy guy was the biggest asshole in that movie. I mean, I mean, right. and the, that's the crazy thing is he didn't kill little kids, but he still was a huge, huge asshole.
1: Well, because time and time again, he, he treats everyone just miserably, you know, yeah. he, he thinks he's superior Mark hit it on the head. He thinks he's superior to everyone there. And he makes a point of reminding everybody constantly that they're not on, on even ground. Well,
2: I mean, luckily the end of the movie, spoiler alert is he ends up uh, in some type of weird state of, yeah. uh, can't talk or move. And he's in some, you know, um, mental asylum. So tough, tough yeah. break, buddy. Got well, what was coming to him.
1: <laughs> That's right. But Nick,
2: <laughs> great choice, buddy. I honestly, I th- that, that was one that was teetering on my list. So good choice.
0: Nice. Yeah, I actually didn't think of that one, Nick. So that, that was a really solid Usually choice. Usually only man. smart people think of that choice. <laughs> <laughs> We're defining the odds tonight. All right, big Nick. Good choice. Good choice. Mr. B, what do you got for your number All three? All right. So
2: from the, uh, 1995 movie Friday. I'm going to go with uh, Ooh. played by Thomas Tommy Tiny Lister Jr., Debo. Good, yes. you guys remember Debo. So, this is a, this was a guy that you know, the movie obviously was in like South Central and he was the neighborhood bully. He would you know, basically harass everybody and steal their stuff. He actually, I was kind of rethinking all the stuff that he had done in his role. He, he had, he punched a woman. He stole a bike. He stole money from someone's home. He stole like one guy's uh, necklace. I mean, he just was a huge bully. And I just remember like, even, even when I watched it. So 95, I was what, 15 or something or 16. And I was like, that guy's an asshole. So I, I already <laughs> knew he was an asshole back then. And I was like, you right. know, this guy, I mean, I he, obviously he's big. Remember the size of him in the movie. So he yeah. he was a he, mammoth human. Six five, three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 an offensive lineman. That's in shape. That's yeah. an, an in shape offensive lineman. So imagine that. I mean, that's football style. Yeah. And he actually well he would.
1: He was Zeus in the WWF. I mean, oh, yeah. he was
2: in the the, the 89 movie, uh, No Holds Bar with Hulk Hogan. Ah, yeah. That's right. That's what I was trying to yeah. think of. I
0: knew he was. Yeah, I,
2: I guess he actually, I, I when I looked it up, like some stuff popped up. He, um, at one point, had a U.S. college uh, record for shot put back in like 82 or something. So, I mean, he was a pretty good athlete. I think he tried to play football and never really took off. And clearly his acting career, because he's been in hundreds of movies um he, he usually always plays yeah. the big guy or the scary guy but um unfortunately yeah. um as i looked at this december 10th of 2020 uh tiny lister jr actually passed away um,
1: oh he, he yeah. yes, i heard about he, that. It he was... actually
2: and i was trying to look into it more that he was someone that contracted covid thought it was cured and then he had some complications. So I don't know if it was necessarily a COVID related death, but he had some health problems with diabetes and stuff. And so unfortunately we lost tiny um, in December 10th, but again, he's probably an amazing guy, but
0: the movie role of Debo, huge asshole. Huge asshole. But you actually, you're right. Cause I think pretty much everything I've read about him is like actually in real life. He's a super nice guy. Um, but and it's kind of funny when some of those guys like when you have that size like you talked about 6'5 300 plus. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you just look intimidating and the the look that that guy gave in the movie Friday, dude, I'd turn down, I'd turn around and just head the other way if he was walking oh. towards me on the street. I'd be like, "We're cool, and man." The, and the one
2: like you remember how his eye was always a little off? I, th- I think yeah. he actually I got correct, I could be wrong, but I think he was partially blind or fully blind in one of those eyes, which is why Mm -hmm. it kind of gave it that offset look, which again, six foot five guy that's looking at you in one eye is looking crazy. I mean, he could, he could play a terrifying guy easily, Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. he was just a huge bully. And I remember I was like, I don't like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's my, that's my number three, uh, nineties movie asshole from Friday.
1: Debo. Well, and they portrayed him perfectly of as the the neighborhood bully, but he like never grew up or out of that. I mean, we're talking about a guy that was his characters and is like, you know, he's 18, 19, 20 years old or, or what have you, early 20s, maybe. And you could tell he was just the bully from the time he was a, a kid. Yeah. Uh, and and he just walks up to people, and shakes them and tells them to give them their stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he is. The, the, the perfect uh And, the perfect and then,
2: spoiler alert from a 1995 film, at the end, Ice Cube kicks his ass.
1: You got knocked the fuck out, man! Give me my goddamn money! The payback's a motherfucker, ain't it? Well, I was going to say that, too, because that moment when Ice Cube punches Tiny in the face, uh, Debo in the yeah. face... Is as exciting of a moment as when Daniel's son Crane kicks <laughs> that blonde bastard and karate kid.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and, and,
2: well, and, and now that you know, like, go back and watch the film. The height difference, you can see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm staggering. I mean, and I think they even like probably had to prop up Ice Cube because Ice Cube's like 5'9". nine. So, I mean, like, yeah. I don't even know if he could punch him in the face. Like, he would have to jump up and pull a, a Mike Tyson's punch out move and to get him.
0: You know, Ice Cube pitched that, and there was, had to be people laughing when he's like, All right, I'm going to knock you out. And everybody's like, ah, yeah. I was not going to. And there's so, <laughs> don't get me wrong, Ice Cube's a tough dude, I'm sure, but he's plus. a tiny lister. So, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, man, I just got to say, Friday. What a great movie! Great movie. Like, I remember the first time I saw that movie, and I literally thought, Instant Classic well, like that movie is such an instant classic. And it classic. was
2: one that, again, as again, doing our research, they shot it in 20 days. It was, it was, it wow. was kind of pitched to the studios as a clerks type movie. I mean, if you think about it, think, ah. think about the cast, it was like 10 people. Right. I mean, besides some extras. And it was it was shot actually in the same neighborhood the director grew up in. Um, Actually, I even I even read that it it was a pretty rough neighborhood that they even instructed all the staff and like crew to not wear red. Because it's (laughs) it's a Crips neighborhood. I mean, they were like very serious. Like if you wear red, like it could cause some problems. So if you go back and watch it, all the actors are wearing some type of blue.
1: Just for safety protocol, I never wear red anywhere. Unless you're in in a blood neighborhood, (laughs) then you got to wear red. I mean, I think where you, Nick,
2: Nick Nick lives in a Latin Kings neighborhood. So he wears a lot of gold. But, you know, yeah, so keep that in mind but that's my number three i liked it
0: good number three mr b i like it all right well um i'm gonna go with my number three i i definitely got a different uh limb of the tree that i'm coming on here and debo would kick my guy's ass i'll just say that right <laughs> off the kick
2: i think, think he's gonna uh, probably
0: kick all of our assholes asses. that's probably true probably maybe everybody on this list we'll have to see how it goes but um my number three choice comes from a 1999 film called Office Space. And he was <laughs> mm, Bill Lumberg. Mm, what's happening? Nice choice, Peter, Nice choice. What's happening? Hello, Peter. What's happening? Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Okay. Say hello to Lumberg. So Bill Lumberg is a division vice president of a software company called Initech. And... Um, He's actually I didn't realize this before I started doing some research. He was uh initially appeared in Milton animated shorts. But uh yeah, that's um, where
2: they got the uh I think the idea from the for the characters.
0: For, yep, yeah, exactly. So and then Gary Cole um played this specific Bill Lumberg in the 99 film Office Space. But this dude is like every single <laughs> office type manager you could ever imagine. You know what I mean? Like he he's <laughs> Like the the opening scene where he's grilling (laughs) Peter about the TPS reports. And he's like, yeah, I got the memo. He's like, "Mm, okay, well, and then he goes on. Like, Uh, it's like, continue to talk. I'm going to need you to make sure you do that TPS report. That's right. If you could go ahead and come in on a Saturday, that'd be great. great. It's very
2: funny. The kind of assholes we have identified now, he's the very like office a, the white collar For asshole. A, For yeah, asshole. We, we have the uh the violent <laughs> asshole of nicks we have the uh hood bully asshole of mine and then we got bill lumberg here going mm, dro- 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 drove that douchebag porsche remember that i mean yeah, even the that
0: personalized oh, license plate that said yeah, my porsche on even the back
2: that's like it kind of makes you an asshole just to have a porsche no offense i mean anyone
0: yeah. anyone if you have a porsche <laughs> and your license plate says my porsche yeah So, just even if
2: I had a Porsche, I would not put that on there. I just put something like that said, "I'm a douche."
0: (laughs) Well, and I'm sure you guys remember the scene in the movie where, like, he's talking to Milton. And he says, Milton, we're going to go ahead and go ahead and have you move downstairs into storage B. We have some new people coming in. We need all the space we can get. (laughs) Like he asked a dude to go move into a storage unit in the basement. Like you're a special kind of asshole when you ask somebody to do that. And then the infamous scene, even though it was in Peter's dream, you could see it happening. Remember where he's he's banging um, Jennifer Aniston? He's like, can you move a little to the left? Ooh, yeah, that's Is great. He's like holding the coffee.
1: You had sex with Lumberg? Uh,
0: <laughs> say hi to Lumberg for me. Yes. Oh, Nick,
1: that's a great
2: choice. I I I like that choice, buddy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my number three. All right. So let's uh, let's keep it on moving. Big Nick, what do you got for uh, number two, sir?
1: Number two, how fitting. Given the topic, um, my number two for <laughs> for assholes is Cal Hockley from the film that hit for over two billion dollars at the box office, 1997's Titanic. Ah, Billy Zane. Ah. Billy Zane as Cal Hockley. Cal is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Cal is an arrogant and snobbish thirty year old fi- fiance to Rose, and he is the heir to some kind of fortune. i don't I don't remember what fortune, but he's uh, about to come into some kind of money. he's an he's an a lister, if you will. He becomes increasingly jealous of his fiance Rose's attraction to this poor tag-along named Jack. Well, then Cal, successfully frames Jack for the theft of the heart of the ocean necklace. Remember that was like Ah, that big fancy diamond necklace. So Jack gets locked up on the boat for the theft of this necklace where he was framed by this guy. And mind you, he's locked up. This is as the boat is in the process of slowly sinking into the depths of the great Atlantic ocean. And that, Big Kids, brings me to my first fun fact. Mr. B, would you like to hear a little um, fun factoid, my friend? Big Nick, normally
2: I don't, but today today (laughs) I love fun facts. It's a special day. I'm feeling like fun facts are going to be good today. It's a fun fact kind of day.
1: Here we go. The maximum depth... Of the Atlantic Ocean, which is the second largest ocean <laughs> on this big blue marble, ladies and gentlemen, is how deep? Would would anyone care to take a guess, big kids? How deep? 22,000 feet. Mark? I'd probably go like 50,000 feet. Idiot. So... Its maximum depth is at the Puerto Rico Trench. Oh, and it's 27,480 feet deep. That's over five miles deep. That's what I said. Yeah. Think about so, that. If you hopped in your car and just crazy. drove five miles
2: straight, that's how long it would take you to get. Actually, big dick, I, a funny story. I dropped my keys in there once and I just swam down and got them. I mean, <laughs> it, no it was tough, but I, I had no problem.
1: Got them. Five miles. <laughs> All right, well, not we're not we're not done with this clown Cal Hockley because <laughs> he he's it gets worse. He then puts the necklace in his coat pocket. So yes. I don't remember for certain maybe yeah. maybe this is so he can steal the necklace after he frames well, this I dude? think
2: I, I mean you might be right, but I thought it was just because he could tell the his fiance was into him and he wanted to get rid of this kind of rough scallion type And he wanted the necklace back, yeah. So he planted it in his thing, his jacket. Yeah, he was he he was kind of a kind of a d bag, which, yeah,
1: yeah. So then we have the situation where he, while trying to take the necklace, he puts it in his coat. He gives it to Rose. He gives his coat to Rose, and then he's like, "Oh crap! I gave her the necklace on accident." So then he gets a gun, and he attempts to hunt down and kill Jack and Rose, but fortunately. You know, there's a lot of commotion with the boat sinking and everything, and hundreds of lives at stake. And Cal, apparently, he's a bad shot. So he runs out of bullets. Now, (laughs) Cal wants to spare his own life and get off of the boat. But it's a situation where women and children first, right? Because there's not enough lifeboats for everyone. So Cal picks up a child that is not his. And uses the child so that he can get on... He can board a lifeboat, leaving many people behind to become shark Asshole
0: move right there. That's an asshole move. Cal Hockley,
1: ladies and gentlemen, is a titanic asshole. Oh, yes. And not only asshole move of
2: pulling that, but also think about the parents of that kid trying to find their kid. I mean, imagine like if I... Just popped in. I was like, "Hey, Mark, I just stole your kid. Good luck. You don't know where it is, and I'm using your kid to get off the boat that you are now on, sinking. Have have yeah. fun. Yeah. Hope you know how to yeah, swim. That's going to be an inter- interesting Christmas at your house next year. Right.
0: And good luck swimming when the uh, water's who knows what temperature. Yeah, I mean, right. thirty one degrees or something. I mean, the, the, I think they they there's a part. I remember reading one article trying to say that he was the hero of the movie because Rose had like betrayed him and so i was like stop just stop
1: he tried to kill him he he shot bullets exactly
0: yeah Yeah. i don't care how uh you know scorned you are by your lover you start shooting at him that's illegal that's five to ten and i I (laughs) love that
2: you because it's like you know we didn't pick the title wasn't a like movie bad guys it was assholes like he wasn't a bad guy he was just an asshole he was a rich entitled person that felt threatened by a lower class person that One Remember, he kind of won a ticket onto the boat and was staying in the servant quarters and, you know, obviously somehow wound his way up having dinner with the rich people and he felt threatened. So he almost killed him and and, and ultimately ended up
1: dying. Spoiler alert. And it's also watching this dude who constantly has to get his way no matter what. Right. Even though he's been given every break and every privilege throughout life, he has to get his way to it, regardless of anybody else's life or feelings or emotions or anything to the, to the point where i mean look the dude the dude had money he was young he was good looking just part ways with the woman so you hooked up with the right. whore let her go but, but do, do wealthy people that get everything <laughs> did you just call rose a whore yeah. she's a bit of a whore uh, and yeah. a liar yeah.
2: but do do rich people <laughs> tend to do that when if they don't get what they want no well, not this guy. This well, guy certainly did and, not,
1: to the point of taking a child so he could get and, on a life. And side note,
2: correct me if I'm wrong, that was you might have said a Big name. that was played by Billy Zane, right?
1: Billy Zane. Billy Zane was perfect for the, that's the other thing, though, that I think that we should zero in on these guys and girls as we go through it. We're picking the character, the movie character, for the most part, so far anyway. The actors that portray them. Absolutely have to do a fantastic job to make it on this list. If they can play, yeah, exactly. they're yep. supposed supposed to play a bad guy, supposed to play an asshole. There's no secret that you're being cast as the <laughs> asshole. So these people have done a good enough job that we want to punch them in the face. And so they've made our list. And that's
2: <laughs> our criteria.
1: If we want to punch you in the face, that's our we criteria. So far, well, and, and
2: yeah. no. q- quick side note before we move on, uh Big Nick is. Billy Zane was the asshole in Demon Knight.
1: Yes, she he was. was. And
2: the only reason why I bring that up is because that was one of my favorite movie soundtracks growing up as a young, a young lad. And Billy Zane was an <laughs> asshole in that, too. So, Billy Zane, mm-hmm. good playing asshole.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> good choice, Big Nick. All right. Mr. B, what you got? So, unfortunately... I also have
2: Mr. Bill Lumberg as my number two, Mark. Ah, yes. Not unfortunately.
1: Fortunately, oh. it it just it just underlines the yes. fact that they're truly deserving to be on these lists when they get picked and more one. I, than I think it's just because I can imagine, I
2: mean, obviously, that's like the quintessential waste of, of, of workers' effort boss. The guy that walks around and goes, hmm, so Peter... Uh, I see you have a problem with your TPS reports. Hmm. <laughs> Did you get the memo? And it's just, yeah, he plays it perfectly. And I don't like I got big Nick. I think you love fun facts, right?
1: I do. I enjoy a nice fun fact from time. There's to time. a
2: bunch of fun things. Like I can't even get into all the stuff I read, but my favorite one is if you guys remember from the movie, what was the object that was most important? The red stapler, right? That's right. right. So the red stapler at that time did not exist. It was not there you could not buy a red really? could not buy a red swing line stapler when that movie was created. The uh prop people realized that they needed that you know stapler to pop, so they actually stand yeah, out. So they painted it red and after the movie of course, like you know hundreds and hundreds of calls to Swingline that I think it was uh, like three years later, the company actually released their own version of the red. In April, 2002, the company released the Rio red stapler. Mm. So I you mean, think Ooh. about that, a movie influenced a company to create a red stapler just based off that. I thought that was awesome. And, wow. and I'm still upset that uh, my wife hasn't bought me one because, mm. Yeah, that should
0: be a staple on your desk. Maybe she should be on the list. Oh,
1: she's- <laughs> I still got one more spot. You know, be careful. Be careful. That's
0: all I gotta you know, say. Uh, I well, mean, Mark,
2: just to piggyback on all the stuff you said because you covered it perfectly. He, he just asshole. You know, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday and Sunday, and uh, just like repeating themselves and poor communication. I mean, that's an an asshole boss that uh, unfortunately many people have to deal with every day.
0: Well, and I think anybody that's worked in an office, I feel like probably at some point or another, if they haven't had that boss, they are f- friends with somebody who's had oh, that yeah. boss and has complained about. Them.
2: Well, and like, and even know? his like outfit is the outfit of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> go back suspenders. What do you got against suspenders? Oh, no, no, go back and watch it again. So not only is he wearing <laughs> suspenders, he has a belt on. So yeah. so belt with suspenders, and then he's wearing the uh, weird Oxford with the blue shirt with the white collar oh yeah that's right i forgot about that. like the fashion issues are on a different level i'm not even i'm not gonna give him yeah when i see that i'm
0: usually like "Mm -hmm." like he has
2: his ring that's like a because he graduated from mit he's wearing his mit graduate (laughs) ring and (laughs) i mean just mr b
0: coming in with the details i like he's, he's he's extra level douchebag so Mr. B is like, that was my Halloween costume one you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like,
2: oh, you just look like you're going to work. And I was like, ouch, that hurts. <laughs> ouch. Don't you like my <laughs> collar? Yeah. So, Mark, <laughs> good minds think alike. I, I, had, him at, I had him at number
0: two. You had him at number three. But still, uh, Bill Lumberg, huge asshole. Absolutely. All right. Well, I can't argue with that one. So, uh, we'll kick it on to the last of the uh, number two options here. I'm going to go the route of uh, a sporting movie, so I'm going to kick it over to our 1996 movie, Happy Gilmore, and Shooter McGavin. You're going to beat me? A golf? <laughs> oh, you're on. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast.
1: <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast?
0: No. Shoot-a! Absolutely, so you know I think with uh with this option, you know he was obviously a club pro. anybody who hasn't seen this movie, just stop listening to this right now. and just go watch it. It's an unbelievable movie, but he's a pro golfer. Happy Gilmore comes onto the tour, and obviously Adam Sandler, who plays happy Gilmore is uh less than appropriate for golf. Wait, we should I say. haven't seen this yet don't don't spoil it. Oh, okay. Okay. I have
2: it on my I'm going to watch
0: it later. <laughs> no, I mean, is just Shooter McGavin, like he's... Because you think about sometimes golf being a little bit of a... And I I play golf, right? So this isn't everybody, but it can be a little stuffy, right? Maybe that's a nice way to put it. It can be a little stuffy. So I, I feel like Shooter is one of those guys that legitimately, he's the worst Case scenario of a golfer with his head up his ass, basically. Yeah, he, he wanted he wanted and, to keep uh, it
2: very uh, elitist, and not and not yeah. have some random guy with a flannel playing golf.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think um, you know one of the iconic scenes out of this one. Um, and Mr. B, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and help me out with this I part? Because I know you're very familiar with this. I got your back. So, Shooter McGavern buys Happy Gilmore's grandma's house in an auction, <laughs> which like <laughs> is just the biggest of asshole moves you could ever imagine. And he's got the, the guts to yell at Happy Gilmore and says, you're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces like shit for... <laughs> Do you eat pieces (laughs) of shit for breakfast? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, what kind of guy buys somebody else's grandma's house just to get it torn down? Like, that's ultimate asshole. Ultimate asshole. Yeah, so I think, you know, at a minimum, this guy is... uh, is good. Unfortunately, you know he he picks on the wrong people sometimes. Obviously, in that same movie, uh, Mr. Larson. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Mr. Larson oh, from that yeah. movie. The uh, the tall, large gentleman who was uh, kind of a yeah. Debo esque kind of guy in that movie. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking oh, lot. We, you
2: know, like, he, I think he was something like seven one or something.
0: He was. Yeah, he was like freakishly large. The guy that had the, the and, nail uh, in his head. Yeah, exactly. Didn't and, he
1: play Jaws in the uh, 007 movies? In in the uh, he, oh, you know he, what? He James might have James Bond. I think he's when in
2: his younger yes, years he was a James Bond. Yes, villain. he was because he was a yeah. towering,
1: towering fellow He's a giant of a man.
0: Yeah. Well you guys remember the scene where he says, That's two thus far, shooter. And I guess shooter, I think that's the scene where shooter's not looking at him. And he says, Oh, you can count. Good for you. And he says, You can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Like <laughs> that's one of those scenes where it's an asshole in a movie and you're like, Yep, well, that dude's remember, about it. And he it. grabs his club and bends it in half, like <laughs> Exactly.
2: And actually, side note, what uh the the guy that with a nail in his head, I'm blanking on his name. You just said it. Mr. Larson. Yeah. What shirt is Mr. Larson wearing? Quick quiz. Oh. At that seat.
0: like a maroon? No, it, 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 it has
2: something very specifically said on it.
0: Oh, that's right. No, I can't remember. I, I do remember Dude, it was something it, it, witty. But.
2: All right. You guys, it know. says guns don't kill people. I kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shirt. I was like, I was like, hey, yep. I want to buy a six pack of those shirts
0: because I <laughs> <laughs> one for every day and, right. and wear, wear to one other. of those
1: wear to one of those red
0: neighborhoods that you oh, were talking oh, about. No. Oh, <laughs> I dude, a red and a blue. Want that kind of trouble?
1: A red and a
2: blue. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter A <laughs> great, great, great pick.
0: Absolutely. Great pick. that's my number two. So that uh, that brings us into the the final foray here of um, the one. biggest assholes of the nineties. So we're really getting into it, guys. We're getting deep. So, uh, Big Nick, why don't you go ahead and uh, <laughs> I can't <quit. laughs> reach reach deep down and give us who that number you one is. You can't do it. <laughs>
1: I, I I lost it earlier when you said number two. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so it's about yes, to get yes. speaking of assholes. It's about to get dark. My friends, it's about to get musty. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> <laughs> get dark. Um, all right. My number one is Peyton Flanders. Peyton. Oh, Flanders. Hang on, wait, I,
2: before you, relative of Ned Flanders, right?
1: Correct. Okay. No, Peyton Flanders is I believe it's actually this character has more than one name in the in the movie. Um and for good reason. So Peyton Flanders is from the 1992 film The Hand That oh, Rocks the Cradle. Yes. Oh, hang
2: on. Is that Rebecca De Mornay?
1: That's right. Peyton is played by the very very beautiful, oh, yeah. and very talented we, Rebecca De we Mornay. We dated
2: in the late 90s.
1: Call me Call me Becca. Yeah, so <laughs> it didn't
2: work out, but it was it was a good time.
1: <laughs> All right, where to start? Because this is this woman's a problem.
0: Yeah, um, she is a problem.
1: First, she purposely seeks out a job working for a family of four, the Bartels. This, you know, for anybody that doesn't know the movie, I'm about, to, about Boy, to hey, hey, the about to drop some knowledge on you here she seeks out this job because she's a psycho and she wants to put the family through hell. This is because she blames the mother and wife, Claire Bartell for ruining her life because Claire Bartell was molested, sexually molested by her husband who killed herself himself. Okay. Yeah. So she's, she's like, you know what? I'm going to go ruin this woman's life. So she takes this job with the Bartells basically to her job is going to be to look after their two small children and their home. So she's like a nanny slash personal assistant. So her other name in the movie is Mrs. Mott. And I think that's more of her real name. And this Peyton Flanders is a fake name that she uses to get this job. All right. So for starters, she, one of the two children is, is a baby. Is it like an infant at the time? So (laughs) she's like, you know what? I'm just going to breastfeed this infant. Like it's my own child. I mean, that's so messed a, up. It's a so messed super up. messed up. That's, movie. Weird. that's weird. Is <laughs> weird? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Okay, so then she gets caught. Right, they have this intellectually, you know, this this very nice man, but he's he's a little disabled, right? And he catches her breastfeeding the child, and this dude is super Not nice. Good. Like he's a handyman, and but he, like I said. We all face challenges. He's got some challenges. Yes. So what this woman does, she frames him. She takes the the other child is a little girl. She takes a pair of her panties and sticks them in his toolbox and then tells mom and dad, I think Ah, the handyman is fondling your little girl. I remember that. That's right. So they go give him the what for and fire him. And he's just like the super sweet, super nice dude. Who gets yeah. thrown under the bus by her? He's doing nothing wrong at all, and that like ruins his his wife his Rebecca life. De, Rebecca Demore, mate. God damn it! So she she's not done there, right? She is not done there. So it then she tries to frame the husband. She tries to set up a situation to make it look like the husband is having an affair with the wife's best friend. Now they the wife does not yes. fall for it. The, you know, the, the woman that she's trying, Claire, that she's really trying to destroy her world does not fall for it. So then what she does is she rigs up their greenhouse so that when somebody enters the greenhouse, all this glass is going to collapse down oh, upon I remember them. that part. Yes. So she kills this woman with her booby trap in the greenhouse. Dick move. Before she killed her, this is the best friend of the wife, right? The wife has asthma. She goes around the house and she empties out all of the inhalers. I mean, like she pr- holds them down until they're dry. So That's <laughs> so. So now the mom and wife Claire comes home, finds her best friend dead from the booby trap in the greenhouse, and has an asthma attack. She goes looking for her inhaler, and she, she she keeps picking them up and hitting them, and there's nothing going on. So she has this horrible asthma attack. She has to go and be hospitalized. Now while she's in the hospital, we got uh. We got this psycho woman, <laughs> Peyton Flanders. She's like, you know what? Here's my opportunity. I'm going to sedu- seduce her husband while she's in the hospital. Check out my boobies. He doesn't fall for it, even though it's Rebecca De Mo- De Mornay. Hey. I mean, who doesn't fall for that? I mean, in real life, everybody's falling hey, for not, it, right? Hey, not me. Not, not me. I'll turn it down. Call me Rebecca. <laughs> anyway, Um, <laughs> So the guy doesn't fall for it. you sure it. about that after everything you just told us? <laughs> uh, the, the mother and wife that she's really trying to destroy, now she comes back home. Now now listen to this. This is getting deep. Big Nick. She, yeah. So she we're, we're way in where she attacks the husband. <laughs> she attacks the husband, physically attacks him, throws him down the basement, steps, breaks both of his legs. <laughs> And then I mean, she tries to steal the children and flee with them to, like, where she's going. Who knows? Canada, That's a like different level crazy. Like, yeah. other world crazy. She successfully killed a woman. She attempted to kill two other people. She breastfed their child. That's the most messed <laughs> she, up part. <laughs> she tries to have an affair with the husband. She gets the the handyman fired. I mean, this this well, crazy. This woman and, is out of control.
2: And the biggest concern I have is... This asshole
0: has no limits. Yes,
2: and Big Nick is still wanting to date her, so that's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Big Nick has no boundaries. I mean... <laughs> you better hide your, hide your toolbox,
1: yeah. Big Nick. I want to lock those tools up, bro. You do, not, <laughs> you do not strike a woman, right? But I said that the criteria for making it on the list is how bad do I want to punch them in the yes. face? I would punch Peyton Flanders right in the yeah. face. <laughs> oh no! And, and it's funny because when you
2: like, just as you were telling that, all those emotions came back from that movie. Like she played that role perfectly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Huge like, asshole of just wanting like that's like, like
0: borderline straight
2: evil. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it is diabolical evil. evilness, but also huge asshole
1: diabolical mm-hmm. I
2: mean, Nick, I mean, yeah. good choice
0: is your number one fantastic, fantastic choice man
1: before and we think- move on I want to point out that we keep saying something here and I, and I want to apologize to a dear friend of mine an old dear friend of mine um, Hugh who I went to high school with he sat in front of me in in algebra hey, uh, Hugh, Hugh Yeah, hey, Hugh, Hugh Jasshole uh, we apologized <laughs> oh yes yeah I remember him he was a good guy And say hello to your father, Robert Jasshole, for me.
0: (laughs) Well, there's our shout out of the night. Um, You know, I was gonna one last thing about that movie, uh, Big Nick. I was gonna say is I I feel like with that movie, like I don't know, some evil characters can be a little cookie cutter, right? Like maybe Mm -hmm. they're evil, but it's been done before. Who's breastfed somebody else's kid and emptied the asthma bottles? Like that's some unique assholeishness. Well, it's pre-planned assholeness,
2: which is yeah, yeah. like that's the thing. Is like there's like like you kind of get into the where we could be like, well, assholes could be like just a murderer. And it's like no, this is like pre-planned, calculated assholeness. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great, absolutely. And
1: I, I was like twelve when I saw the movie for the first time. So she, that woman scared the hell out of me. Which is even, even, <laughs> even like, weirder. <laughs> they, you're still like, hey, Rebecca Demore, call me,
0: give me a ring. Yeah, I,
1: hey, I'm a man. What what can you, what can uh, you do? I'm a man. <laughs> hey,
0: all right, good. Uh, okay, good choice, Big Nick. Good Thank choice. You. Good choice. Thank you. All right. Well, we're uh, we're we're getting close to the end here, uh, <gasps> Mr. B. You want to uh, bring us on to your All number right. one asshole of the nineties? I am, and the first thing we say is pop quiz,
2: hot shot. Oh, oh
1: I what do you do? What do, what
2: you, do? You, do? do you do? My number, oh, yes. my number one asshole is played by the amazing, amazing, amazing. Dennis Hopper, how yes. Howard Payne in Speed. 1994. (laughs) So, like, even as I was revisiting all this, I had a million assholes. But this guy, huge asshole, because not only was he angry about, like, everybody, but he was willing to... Like, if if you're going to revisit the whole movie, he was trying to blow up an elevator. They stopped him.
1: So then he blew up... Are you guys doing crypt signs? No, he only had, didn't he? He blew off like two of his fingers, didn't he? Like he only had like. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think he had three fingers. He he had a a a partial hand on the one. I thought you guys were throwing
2: up gang gang signs at me, man. Come on, man.
0: I don't want any trouble from Tiny. All right, go ahead. But
2: he was obviously upset about his thwarted initial bombing. And Mm. in my opinion, people that are bombers are already assholes. Coward. Well, of course. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's a coward move. It's, you know, it's, yep. So, and then he played it greatly in the movie, Dennis Hopper. I, I love Dennis Hopper in all of in Yeah, all he all. was great. So, my number one asshole, uh, Howard Payne from Speed, 1994 movie. uh I, I don't even know what else to say. Like, I mean, obviously, watch the movie. He has a bunch of funny quotes. Uh Keanu Reeves. I think that was one of the big breakthrough movies Keanu Reeves had right bef- right after uh, uh Breakpoint or uh the surfing movie, big Nick. You know it. Yeah, Breakpoint. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. Or point, point, point break. break point break. Point break. That sorry. was his
2: I think one of the, their big movies, and it was a blockbuster hit. I think it did really well. Um yeah. See here.
0: Yeah, he he was just inched off of my list. So I'm so glad you picked him. Mr. B, because he definitely was one of the biggest assholes of the 90s. I, I think, like, I remember when that movie came out, and, like, honestly, for an action movie, that was an extremely original plot line. Mm. Like, that you would have a bomb that's triggered by the speed of the bus. Not like you put a bomb on a bus and you scare people, you set a limit that they go over, and now you can't go underneath that limit. Right. Like, what? Right. A-
2: well, And, and, and it, it sparked amazing careers for not only Keanu Reeves, but Sandra Bullock.
0: Who
1: was yeah. a very, she's the most attractive bus driver I've ever oh, seen. I,
2: it, if, <laughs> if she
1: drove my bus, I'd still be
2: riding the bus. She
1: drove my bus. Hey, uh, do not even attempt to grow a brain. How about that? That was
2: one of his quotes. Uh, do not yeah, attempt yeah. to grow uh, brave. There was again, and that's why I'm encouraging listeners to watch that movie. There's like the um, my uh, the quote that honestly, me and my brother throw around. i was like, pop quiz, hot shot. Anyway. <laughs>
0: that's got to be the number oh, one. We throw that around all the time, and it's just it's so. Well, and he also throws out the I drop this stick, and they pick your friend here up with a sponge. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> like, what kind of psychopath do you have yeah. to be to say something like that? You no, know, it's.
2: Again, asshole, and not only because he was trying to get revenge, Total. but he put, you know, I mean, how many people were on the bus at the time? I had twenty people on the bus, but you know, all the in the movie was cheesy, of course, and it
0: was like you know, like
1: yeah, of course, but it was intense. It was intense yeah. at moments. Yeah, As that was,
0: he was my actually. I haven't watched that in a while. I might have to pull that right. movie back out of the maybe archives. It's, maybe man. it's I a thought... reason
1: to
2: have a little uh, three guys watching speed. Movie time.
1: Pop quiz, hotshot. You do know the answer to the pop quiz, right? What do you do? What do what you do? do? You do. You do. You know the answer, right? You shoot the hostage. That's the answer. Come on, boys. The answer <laughs> is shoot and the hostage. Remember,
0: that is in true. The movie.
2: Who played the hostage? Uh, Lloyd Christmas. Well, correct on some point, but it was Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's his real name. <laughs> and that was not Lloyd Christmas. That was uh ha- that was Harry from Dumb and Dumber, but whatever.
1: Oh, my bad. My bad. Okay. Enough well, of that.
0: Yeah, that that's a that's a quality uh, number one there, Mr. B. So, what do you all you right. do? so <laughs> let's let's bring this guy home and um number guys I from Big Mark. I've thoroughly enjoyed the list tonight. This has been very entertaining. Um I gotta tell you though, I think I've got the biggest asshole. I think you guys Uh, pick some evil people. You guys pick some evil assholes. Don't get me wrong. I love when we get
1: together and compare assholes.
0: (laughs) But I think I've got the biggest asshole out of all three of us. We we know
1: you do. We know you do. (laughs) You have a large asshole.
0: Are you guys ready for this? All right, here we go. In college, so go ahead, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my number one asshole of the nineties. Comes from another 1996 film called Kingpin Ernie McCracken. Ah, oh. oh, Mr. Bill Murray. Big well done.
2: Hey, well you done. Big You Earn. call me Earn or Big Earn, It's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in room 413.
0: <laughs> so for anybody who hasn't seen the movie Kingpin, again, just go watch it. It's amazing, yes. amazing movie. Totally, uh, I, I'll call it underrated because I still look at the reviews and I don't understand how it got such poor reviews. But there's a, there's a young uh, Woody Harrelson, Roy Munson, um, who wins the uh, the state bowling championship, and in his bowling professional debut, he beats the established pro who's Ernie McCracken, and Ernie doesn't take too kindly to this. So, he talks Roy into hustling some local amateurs, right? <laughs> so, so, they get furious, realizing they're con, and Big Earn sits in the car and says, well, you know, sometimes you just got to face uh, face the music. And he pretends like he's getting out of the car, and Roy Munson gets out of the car, and then he hops back in, starts oh. the car, and takes it off. Hey, Dick moves him. Dick moves him complete, and you know what happened? Roy Munson loses a hand. And Unbelievable! His bowling hand. You don't want to get Munsoned out the middle You're of nowhere. People get Munsoned <laughs> out the middle of nowhere. Oh man! I mean, this guy literally. So I, I'm just going to do a few quotes here because I, I feel like some of these quotes are just golden, and I guarantee you, I'm not going to do justice on all these. <laughs> So when you watch them, they will be even greater. But do you guys remember the scene in the, the restaurant and the waitress comes up and she drops it off and she says, A and Tab. And he says, keep them coming, sweets. I got a long drive. Do me a favor, will you? Do you mind washing off that perfume before you come back to our table? <laughs> oh, no. Who says that to their waitress? Oh, no. And then right after that, he looks at the other table that has two chicks sitting at it. He says, Hi. Not you. Hi. <laughs> to the other girl on the table. Oh. <laughs> and, and who can play
2: the best asshole? His name is Bill William Murray. J. Bill Bill William J. Yeah. William Oh, Bill That's Murray you. is perfect for big. Oh, Mark. Mark. Oh. Great choice. And you know what? It's funny. I, that one passed me, man. I didn't even think big about Bill. it. I
0: got you guys covered. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels.
2: <laughs> like Even like throughout the movie, like there's a, a scene where he was like shooting a commercial and it was like, he's like, I'm Big Earn here, a uh, bowling champion and I'm all about the families. And he like, He's like, he's like in a scene and he like goes up to the mom and he, like, he has his hand all on her butt.
0: <laughs> he's the center and he's the quarterback. Blue 42! <laughs> Super inappropriate. and oh. oh, man. Well, there's a scene where a reporter says, which opponent poses the biggest threat to you in the tournament? He says, me, if I get drunk and fall down and hurt myself, I might lose. <laughs> oh. And then this is my last quote, guys. This is like The dirtiest of... This is the asshole quote of the year. So the reporter says, what's the story behind this pending paternity suit against you? And Ernie says, ah, that's not a case. The woman's a stone-faced liar. Let's not even talk about that. I pulled out of her really early on that (laughs) one. (laughs) (laughs) And then just walks away like nothing happened. And I
2: I, I, I do remember reading about... And it's funny because I watched the movie maybe like six months ago. Uh, the scene where he bowls the three strikes in a row at the end,
0: yeah. Bill Murray really did. That was him. Bowls, of course, bowls, he really strikes. did. It. Of course, he really did. That was him. But that's so Bill Murray. Like it is. I, what, hey, a, what, what a legend! Man. I,
2: I'm not. I think it's unanimous. That clearly is the best, biggest asshole.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Oh, I mean, Mark, so. good job, buddy.
2: Well done, I'll, buddy.
0: I'll, I'll drop the mic, but uh, I got I got to drop one or two fun facts before we get out of here, guys. Because I know mm-hmm. we're up against it, and I know how much uh, Nick appreciates fun oh, facts. Big Nick loves fun facts.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: All right, so guess who was supposed to originally play Ishmael? Any wild guesses? Uh, uh,
1: let's see. Take a guess. I, gonna, you I'm go, go for Something weird, like uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, what do you got, Big Nick? I'm going to go with. Dan Aykroyd. Incorrect on both, but not bad choices. Um, you guys are not going to believe this. Chris Farley. <laughs>
1: oh, oh. How good of great. a choice that would that would have been, been?
0: I mean, Randy Quaid did a great job, but
2: how how great was that? I don't that know. Been? Chris Farley, as an Amish person that's uh, 70 pounds
0: overweight, might not come across. Yeah. I don't know, though, man. Chris Farley was amazing. Um, Bill Murray improvised nearly all of his lines. sure. <laughs> so that, that shouldn't surprise me. Probably normally did. You mentioned the three strikes. The iconic rose bowling ball was actually bought at a Pittsburgh pro shop. The filmmakers found it while they were shooting on location. They said no changes needed.
1: Okay, so can we explain that to people that don't know? So the the rose bowling ball is basically a regular bowling ball, but it's clear and it clear has a acrylic. rose. Yeah, yeah it, it has a rose in the center. I worked with a guy and he was a total asshole. <laughs> he, had a, he had a clear ac- acrylic bowling ball, but it had a skull. He had the, the, the fake oh, skull serious? in the middle. Yeah, total asshole. Hugh, and it was not my friend Hugh Jasshole.
0: Oh. I mean, was, bowling was, is fun. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. But
2: I mean, no offense. I would love a rose bowling ball. I mean, if you guys
1: are thinking about Christmas presents for next year.
0: Big Nick, this explains a lot.
1: So we figured Nick. out Mr. B wants a red stapler and a rose bowling ball. Yeah, I mean, uh, easy, easy pickings, man. I mean, we're gonna make easy it easy pickings. Yeah.
2: And, and also, I need a Porsche, so no big deal. But
0: <laughs> and then pop quiz, pop quiz, hot shot. Who was the Ooh. band playing at the end of uh Kingpin?
2: Oh, that one, that mm. one, I should know. And I, I,
0: I, d- I don't, I don't know. know. Give you guys a hint. It has a color in the name of the band. Oh, Green Day. They travel.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Blues Did you say Traveler? Green Day. Ah, Blues Traveler. Yes, Blue it Day is Blues Traveler because
1: they're back at the uh, the Amish community. They right? got
0: the Amish garb on, yeah. and John Popper, the lead singer, actually plays the announcer at the final bowling tournament. Well, I don't know if you knew well, that. Oh, played. I don't remember.
1: Was it large John Popper or skinny John Popper? It was large John Popper. It was was large. Hello. It was John Jalapeno Popper. He he was
0: large. He he was extra large. Extra large. Well, gentlemen, I've had a blast in the sandbox today. How about you guys? Absolutely. Mm. Hopefully everybody out there had as much fun as we did. Definitely join us next time. Hopefully we won't be uh, talking about your proctologist's favorite subject and large assholes. And uh, until next time, everybody, we are the Big Kid Show. See
1: you guys.